0: A recipe for a good day brought to you by Little General Convenience Stores, your neighborhood store. Why fight the lines at the big box chains when Little General Convenience Stores has what you need, selling only the best quality brands like Gorelick Farms, Boston Salads, Prepared Foods, KM and Purdue. Little General also sells lottery, tobacco products, and yes, of course, your stop for your daily newspapers. Weekly specials change every Monday, so check online at littlegeneral.com for this week's specials. Plus, is the place to go for the delicious recipes you heard here on A Recipe for a Good Day with Chef Gary. So whether you're picking up food or products for your home or if you're looking for food or coffee on the go, shop your neighborhood store. Little General Convenience Stores, open eight days a week. Shirt, black apron today yes i went with the red shirt and too. black
1: speedo <laughs> and, oh, yes, yes, so you
0: match the speedo to the apron correct i yes. get it <laughs> well gary nice to have you back in studio this week he thank you his, jeff uh, secret the uh, bunker test kitchen far beneath uh, constitution hill last week Uh, But it was nice that we were able to sign a confidentiality agreement with the phone engineer who put a phone in that that test kitchen for you. Thank you. Uh, He is sworn to secrecy, so the location will not be... Given out by that phone engineer for sure, um, but uh, we do we do got some. Uh, I'll let you try some of the fried zucchini in a little bit.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: but nothing next to what a buffet was laid out here last <laughs> week, Gary. We ate uh, until I left work at two o'clock. There was know, so Je- much food here, Jeff.
1: Last week. I got to tell you, you know, since I've been doing the show. I've lost 30 pounds coming here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, well, we have a nice show for you today. We've yes. got some good specials, once again, by Little General Convenience Stores and their suppliers, keeping food affordable during what is becoming a uh, tough task of affordable uh, groceries. But Little General somehow... Puts it together once again. Great prices on some good quality products this week. We'll hear about that in a moment. Uh, we've got a lot of recipes for you as well. And uh, did you make anything uh, fun this uh, week, uh, Gary? Did you eat anything interesting as uh,
1: uh, 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 well? Uh, no, but I, I've been continuing that series. Uh, I found it on on uh, on a, a radio. Uh, excuse me, on a TV station. Uh, it's called Cook Like a Chef series. Yeah. And I'm telling you, the things I'm learning or uh, uh, things that I've known, but they they will bring it out where I have that fact yep. embedded in my mind. Embred <laughs> <That's laughs> it And uh, uh, it's just a good series to watch. And uh, uh, I'm going to have to get you hooked up to it because I think you would really, really enjoy it.
0: Well, when I started cooking, I used to watch a lot of those cooking shows, yes. and I started to cook just like the uh, chefs on Hell's Kitchen. I was shouting and yelling all the time, <laughs> but then I discovered oven mitts.
1: Ah! never <laughs> you know you when know, you know, something funny is going to happen on this show. Did something Did funny you happen? happen? Yeah! You'd never know it. <laughs> Don't worry,
0: I got a few more for you. Then.
1: There you go, good. Good, 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 good. Um, we
0: are going to find out what's on special everywhere from little general convenience stores. We've got in a some
1: few nice moments. specials
0: this week. Yes. Oh, very. I was excited to put this one together with you, Gary, for this week. Um, but before we get there, it is shout out time. Gary, I don't know if you saw in the Woonsocket call today. we got to give a shout out to the Woo Sox organization. Yes, the uh, former Pawtucket Red Sox. Correct. We know what uh, has taken place when the Paw Sox left Rhode Island went up to Worcester, Massachusetts and they're doing well I don't think they're doing well in the win-loss column
1: Uh, they're middle of the road middle of the road, but I think they might have a better chance of making the playoffs than the the Boston Red Sox? Yes, (laughs) you're speaking the truth there, my brother
0: but the reason why they're in a shout-out mode today uh, with myself and Chef Gary is uh, they did not forget the Children of Pawtucket. And I was just so pleased to see this in the call today. Um, and uh, for the 72nd year, th- that's a tradition. If you do something yearly for 72 years, Gary, you can officially call that a tradition. Correct. Um, Absolutely right. They, I was so pleased. They did not forget the kids. And uh, every year, what they do is, uh it started back in 1950, who launched a program for distribution of World Series tickets to a pair of local kids. Um, so these uh, winners, these, uh, these kids, uh, Nala Goss, uh, age 10, with a big smile, yeah. and Nolan Myers, uh, age 9, were two of the 10 youngsters that were on hand for this. And each one will be joined by a Guardian, by the way. Nice. They are going to the World Series compliments of the Woo Sox. so they did not forget the children of Pawtucket.
1: That is, and uh, it wonderful.
0: made me glad to see that. So I think that deserves a shout out oh, big for the, the Wu Sox organization. That. Yes.
1: So with that, I, I, I really, uh, the only show that I have is that. Uh, all I can say is that in Woonsocket, there are some dedicated and wonderful working people. Uh, and all uh, all facets of uh, jobs and so forth that keeps Woonsocket strong. And they're just wonderful people and they know who they are. So with that, and with the Woo Socks. Woo! 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 Now see,
0: <laughs> I just had a moment of genius. Yes. Hearing you woo for the Woo, woo Socks. socks. I, I, one thing I hate with the move was losing Paws and Socks, our, yes, our yes, mascots. Yes. Um, and they actually relocated the polar bears. Yes. Um, I understand uh, Paws went out to San Diego. They sent him out there for mating. But so happened the female panda bear this year decided to identify as a male. It didn't work out anyways. But um, <laughs> that, that, that yellow smiley face guy yes. should be replaced by Chef Gary, in the seventh inning, wooing for the Woo Sox at the stadium. That's my opinion. I can see that, yes. You can see that. (laughs) Uh, All right, it's uh, time for us to find out what's on sale everywhere at Little General Convenience stores, so I'll turn it over to uh, Chef Gary. I I don't know if you have that on paper, but I got one, too.
1: Jeff, we have some wonderful specials this week. We really do. Uh, The first thing I want to bring a notice to is Chicken Leg Quarters. 99 cents a pound, folks, these are full, they're a good size breast, a lot of skin, great to make soups, chicken salad, uh, roast chicken, fried chicken, they're perfect, and they're only 99 cents a pound. Also, from our dear friends at Central Falls Provisions, kielbasa is on sale, regular and spicy hot, 5 $5.99 99 a pound. And remember f- folks, it's local. 5.99 a pound. They make it there. Uh I've had it. It's wonderful. It's and it's a great product. Also, uh we have Alf Alfresco turkey breast 7.99 a pound. Uh gluten-free. A sweet taste, a nice taste, mild and it has uh, is uh, so it's so lean. It's It's absolutely crazy. Uh, From our dear friends at Hummel Brothers, roast beef, very rare, uh, a beautiful product, lean, $9.99 a pound. Also, from our our dear friend Larry, we have short lump steak, $5.99 a pound. Folks, it's lean. You can uh, cut it into stew beef. You can roast it. You can fry it. It has a great flavor. Who prepared that? My dear friend, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> Hands up to Larry. Yes, great great guy. Uh, and from uh, our dear friends at Boston Salads, four bean salad. This is a classic salad, folks. Green beans, yellow wax beans, uh beans. Uh, Red, red kidney beans, onions. It's just a great flavor. Four eighty nine a pound. You can't beat it. And if you're looking for so, uh, some dessert, Jeff.
0: Always looking for dessert.
1: Let's not forget from our dear friends at Boston Salads. Fruit Ambrosia. Now this is. Oh, I
0: was looking at the fudgicals.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yes. And the yes. fudgicals. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, but the Fruit Ambrosia has uh, cherries, pineapple, uh, different fruits. But it's also have a uh, uh, soft cream cheese uh, flavor to nice. it, and it's six eighty nine a pound. Uh, also, I like to mention one of my favorite things of all time: uh, English muffins, Little General English muffins, one ninety nine for a six pack. And you know, when we do our burger uh, segment, you know, with Bob Burgers, I love my burger on the English muffin. I tried that, and it is nice. It really is nice, it
0: handles any um any grease runoff or anything from the burger. The oil's really well, yeah, it doesn't get as soggy as a bun. yes, um, I lightly
1: toasted mine the okay. second time, okay,
0: um, but boy, it eats nice it, it really eats nice. eats nice It really does yes, yeah.
1: and again, uh, like he said, sugar free dollars mm. five ninety nine for a ten pack. you know life is short, folks. so are you? I'm okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> folks, he's killing me here. Uh, I have <laughs> that, that, That's okay, my friend. But Fudgicos, is this a, 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 a flavor, a, a, a product that I've had growing up? Mm. And you just, you know, you remember those things. The Fudgicos, American chop suey, American, uh, mac and cheese, no parsley. No <laughs> parsley. <laughs> you know, things that you grew up with. And that's one of the staples. And I want to thank Roger for having such a great ad. And also, uh, by the way, uh, Jeff, uh, it's getting to be that Autumn Fest time. And we are selling the Autumn Fest buttons at all the stores. They're all available at all our stores. So that's what we have this week at Little General, the convenience store with more.
0: And I wish you well in the reader's choice. uh, Thank you so much. As the voting closed last night at 11.59 p.m. Okay. So now everybody is uh, anxiously awaiting the results.
1: Well, that would be wonderful because uh, we, we, we really try hard for our customers. We work hard for our customers. We have a loyal staff, a great staff, and they work hard for Roger. They work hard for Jess. And they work hard for you, the customer. All right. We're going to take a break. We'll be
0: back. And uh, we have, uh, I, I couldn't help but notice, Chef Gary. Yes. And, I, I, and I thank the listeners. I thank my coworkers as well. The gardens are producing. Yes. And the thing I'm getting so much of, and I'm using it all. Matter of fact, I'm out right now at the house. Yes. Is Zucchini. So we're going to give you, uh, you may be wondering what you can do with your zucchini. We're going to offer you some sage advice in a moment.
1: Ah, nice. (laughs)
0: Recipe for a good day brought to you by Lowell General Convenience Stores with six locations for your shopping needs throughout the Blackstone Valley. Two in One Socket, Manville Road, and Cumberland Hill Road. Great Road, North Smithfield. Front Street in Lincoln. Chapel Street in Boroughville. And Central Avenue in Pawtucket. Always hot, always fresh coffee stations to get your day started. Grab and go meals perfectly prepared for you, whether it's for an easy lunch to get you through your work day or to make an easy, satisfying dinner to end your day. And, of course, delicious deli items from top-of-the-line lunch meats to top-of-the-line steak and chicken products. Oh, and, of course, always fresh ground hamburger. Stay up to date on each week's sale items by going online at littlegeneral.com, your convenience store with more. Little General, where you always get a smile, a please, and a thank you. Open every day, including today. Proud sponsors of recipe for a good day, Little General Convenience, stores. Back here, recipe for a yes. good day. Chef Gary
1: McLaughlin in the building. Folks, a bulletin. I almost fell off my seat <laughs> because Jeff just handed me two slices of zucchini that he pan-fried, I believe. No. No, oh, no. Fry later. Fry later, okay. And let me tell you, folks, they were absolutely wonderful. One, I'm surprised they were here. <laughs> <laughs> And two, they—you
0: should have seen what we had last week.
1: He had a nice, he had a nice coating on it, wonderful, and it was flavorful. Nice job, Jeff. Thank you. That's what we're going to be
0: talking about this segment: zucchini. It's coming out of the garden. Um, they come in different sizes. So uh, the uh, the smaller zucchinis are great for making the zucchini skillet italiano and things of that nature. Yes, but the big zucchinis—that's when you're really going to turn to fried zucchini and some other items we're going to talk about uh, today on on the program Um, I chose to use my fryer later I I don't know if you call a consumer fryer or fryer later but you know basket drop in oil Um, due to the basket size you can air fry these you can pan fry your zucchini as well Um, but with the basket size I have for my oil drop Uh, I could make the most at one time. I couldn't fit because you don't want to stack them. Correct. Uh, They got to be on their own. Uh, So uh, the process was better for me to use my fry later. I happen to have one with a very large basket. That's good. Again, it was gifted to me. I can't afford these things. I work at WNRI. uh, (laughs) Only kidding. Only kidding. I'm I'm treated well. Um, But... um, if you are going to oil fry it in a pan, you can do so. Um, the most recommended oil is olive oil. Correct. But you can use a vegetable oil, as I did with that in my fryer later.
1: Again, uh, whatever oil you have at home yeah. you can use. Um,
0: but to uh, prepare the zucchini, and I, I'm i like, you remember Home Improvement? Uh, the show. Yeah. Yes. yes. I, I'm the Tim Allen of the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I like power tools. So I shortcutted I used my electric slicer
1: Okay, that's okay
0: And I set it to a quarter inch And I just sliced away. The fastest part was using my slicer. But, of course, if you are going to utilize it uh, by hand, you're going to cut both ends, the the tips off of that zucchini. And uh, you are going to slice it roughly around a quarter inch uh, from end to end, which will give you quite a few slices of zucchini. Now, one of the things you're going to want to do with your zucchini is... um, is dry it out a little bit. Get some of that water out of the zucchini before yes. you fry How it. How did you do that? How I did that was I, um, I grabbed the hold of that zucchini and I squeezed it. No, no I didn't. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, I, la- I took a, a, a cutting board, okay. laid paper towel over it, okay. laid out a layer of zucchini, another layer of paper towel, Another layer of zucchini. Okay. Another layer of paper towel, another layer of zucchini, and then I dropped another cutting board on top of that pile when it was okay. done. Left it there for maybe five minutes. Okay. And then I took the top cutting board off, peeled back the wet paper towels, and I was ready to go. So okay. I took another. Don't tell Dina she wasn't home. I used a lot of paper towels <laughs> on Sunday. Uh,
1: that, that's a great way of doing it. Another way of doing it is laying it out like you did, sprinkling it with salt. Put the paper towels down, and that will absorb a little water, too. That's the
0: second phase I did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So once I, 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 I laid out fresh paper towel. Okay. <laughs> and laid out the zucchini, which was quite a bit. Then I salt and peppered them. Okay. Both sides and let them sit for a
1: few right. minutes. Right, right. The salt will r- r- raise the water out of the vegetable. Yeah. And that's the secret to getting a nice
0: crisp. Uh, they, I mean, they were in the fridge for a couple of days. Yeah, no, they no, were microwaved, so that were, was a little foldable. But,
1: but they had a, such a great flavor, a real good flavor, yes. And, and
0: we're going to tell you how to get there. Um, but y- you do want to get that water out before you fry your zucchini.
1: Yes, uh, because uh, it can splash. If there's a lot of it, it can splash. And you can actually burn yourself with the fat uh, or oil bubbling.
0: Whether you're going to use your air fryer, your oil fryer, or a skillet, uh, you're going to look for around 375 on your oil heat. And you want to keep it hot because you want to cook the zucchini quick so it doesn't just sit there in the pan and absorb the grease. Correct. Uh, but you have to get to that coating you talked about. So I've already salt and peppered, and I use the kosher salt, and in, I'm into rainbow pepper now. Rainbow pepper. I just like the color of it. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. It's got some white pepper grains, some black pepper grains, some red pepper grains. Nice. It's all kind of mixed up in there um uh, now you have your three dip process so you've got the water out of the zucchini slices you've salt and peppered them you get your first bowl with your flour you get your second bowl with your egg dip yep and then the third bowl that's where your creativity comes into play so in that bowl went breadcrumbs italian seasoning uh, parmesan cheese and garlic powder very good. Was put in there. Very, very so good. That was the mixture. So you had salt, pepper, garlic powder, Italian a, seasoning. A standard and dri- mix. Uh, you're gonna, you're gonna. If you're pan frying it, uh, and I didn't pan fry it. Again, I deep fried it. Uh, I was reading that uh, you don't worry about overdoing the batter on the pan fry. A lot of it can come off in that process. Correct. Um, in the air fryer, they were well coated, as you saw there. I had no problem with the batter coming off during the pan frying. Probably because they were dried pretty well. Right. So it had a good stick to it. That's another reason why you want to get that water out. You don't want if you batter your zucchini slice, you put it in there and there's water in it and it comes out, you're going to lose that coating. Correct. So it's good to dry them out. Um, the three dip process, boom, boom, boom in the pan. Again, you don't want to stack them on top of one another. Just side by each as we say here in the region. And it's a it's about a, a five to six minute fry. Um, I ran three to four minutes, lifted the basket, flipped them over, dropped them for another right. three okay. to four minutes, and that was the process for fried zucchini. The long part of it is the coating process. Yes, because you're going to coat them as you're putting them in. Yes, exactly. And that that did. So with all the zucchini I had at the house, and I made, I did make the skillet italiano last week. Uh, yeah, it's three hours frying zucchini. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> but uh, they came out uh, perfect. Um, and well, you think my palate is limited? I was offering fried zucchini to people, and one person said to me, "Is that a seafood?" Ah, wow. No, No. (laughs) but um, but everybody who tried it really enjoyed it. Now, when you do get your fried zucchini pieces, um, you can make a meal out of it, maybe mix it with something over some rice or maybe a pasta. I mean, it has so many uses. You can make a soup. You can make a soup.
1: You can make a stew. You can uh, well, we're going to get into tassel. some of that
0: in a moment with the other purposes yes. of zucchini. But um, some ranch dressing, marinara sauce. People like to dip things. Right. So this is a great thing, as we're, especially as we're getting ready for football season. You can lay them out, and you can just dip away throughout the game. And they're good hot or cold. Correct. Yeah. Correct. I did warm yours up a little bit just to get the fridge coldness yeah. out of it. But uh, there's your fried zucchini. Um, It is fairly easy to do, a little time-consuming when you're hand-battering. Yes. Anything I left out of there on the zucchini?
1: This sounded absolutely wonderful. Uh, The process sounded correct. Uh, I had uh, had a sample of the end result. Uh, Outstanding. Really. Well, let's get
0: into some variations of things that zucchini is good for. And it's not a potent vegetable. No, it's not. It's It's a mild taste. Just
1: like that with uh, summer squash.
0: So we're going to go down the list of some items, and they're all different. Uh, we got an asparagus zucchini rice dish to go over here. Oh, that's nice. And uh, these are all from the local books, by the way. Uh, That's the casserole. Excuse me. (laughs) Uh, This one here is um from somebody
1: <coughs>
0: <laughs> who did the asparagus zucchini rice i believe which book did i pull that from well we're gonna go and order these papers here uh let's do the layered eggplant zucchini casserole first that's how my bookmarks work so that's we'll start something. there Um, And I do have eggplant, too, but I'm out of zucchini. So if I get any zucchini from somebody's garden, I can make the eggplant zucchini casserole. Oh, correct. Somebody gave me some nice zucchini. I'm getting so many nice vegetables from people. It's wonderful because I don't have a garden. I have to go outside my house for that.
1: And you don't want to go outside because you're your snakes. Snakes. Yes.
0: Um, So one medium eggplant, roughly about a pound, washed and stemmed. Two large zucchini, again, you're looking for around a pound, So, but some of these large zucchinis are about a pound more themselves. Oh, yes, so, yes. Um, and you're going to wash and, and stem that as well. One uh, can of artichoke hearts, drained and sliced. Now, artichoke hearts may not be for the faint of heart. <laughs> It's optional. Yes. In this dish. Uh, Two and a half cups prepared tomato sauce, a half pound of shredded mozzarella cheese, and one cup of grated Parmesan or Romano. Or you get a little wild, I buy the Parmesan Romano. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> More bang for my buck. There you go. Um, it's a very easy process. You're going to preheat your oven to 350. You're going to cut the eggplant and zucchini lengthwise here. Okay. In a quarter-inch slice. This is by Marlene Gagnon, by the way. Oh, okay, I nice. uh, love Marlene. Nice. Uh, right from Treasured Recipes of Grandmothers of Northern Rhode Island uh, from the Council of the Arts. Uh, you're going to layer, starting with the eggplant, spread the tomato sauce, uh, then cheese, repeat, rinse, layer, zucchini, sauce, cheese, zucchini, sauce, Correct. cheese. Um, if you are going to use uh, the eggplant in the artichoke, you're going to include that. So you get the eggplant. Uh, Sauce, cheese, zucchini, sauce, cheese, artichoke hearts if you're going to use it. If not, go back to the eggplant and just repeat that layer. Almost like you're making a lasagna, but it's a casserole. Correct. Uh, So you can also add anything that you may want into those layers. Exactly. Uh, and you're just going to cover and bake it at 350 for about an hour. But after 45 minutes, uncover it, bake it for another 15 minutes, and let the top brown a bit. Yes. And it's a very easy dish. You've got the eggplant coming out of the gardens. You've got the zucchini coming out. Uh, Autochoke hearts, would you put it in or leave it out? Uh, Where do you officially stand
1: well, uh, you on know, I- artichoke hearts? Well, on hearts really don't have a flavor. So it's not necessary to put it in the recipe. Not necessary means I can save a buck. Yes. I like that. Correct. Correct.
0: Do you have your traditional zucchini bread? Yes. Traditional zucchini bread. Uh, There's a few recipes, Gary, that I have in here for zucchini bread. Um, So there are a few variants, like nutmeg is one of those variant items. Some recipes have it, some don't have it. Yes. Uh, but there's some common ground. Cinnamon may be one of those ingredients you're going to have in there. Uh, but I'm going to give you one, Gary. Anything you tweak, take out, add, jump in here. Because there are a lot of variants on this zucchini right, right. bread. Uh, three eggs. Okay. One cup of oil. Two cups of unpeeled grated zucchini. By the way, I did peel the zucchini for the fried zucchini. Yes. I forgot to mention that. You're better off to peel it for the fried zucchini. Yes. It just makes it an easier eat. Should have put that in a little while ago.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Let's
0: put that in there. Uh, a half teaspoon of vanilla. Nice. A uh, half teaspoon of salt. Okay. Two cups of sugar. Three and a half cups of flour. Two teaspoons of baking soda. Half a teaspoon of nutmeg. Half a teaspoon of cinnamon you got to have your raisins and your zucchini bread. Yes. Uh, a cup of raisins and a cup of walnuts in this one. Okay. Uh, preheating the oven to 350. Large bowl. Mix the sugar and the oil together. Then mix in the eggs and the zucchini that has been grated and unpeeled in this one. Add the salt, the flour, the baking soda, your spices and flavoring. Mix it all up really well. And when you get that mixed in, the last thing you're going to mix in are the raisins and the walnuts. Okay. And then you're going to bake it. This should give you enough for two loaf pans. You're going to have to grease and flour those pans. Uh, and then in the oven they go for one hour. And that is a zucchini bread recipe. That Any sounds, variants
1: in your hand? That no, sounds, sounds absolutely wonderful. The only thing I might do uh, with the uh, raisins, I might soak them in a little water. Just to loosen them up a little bit. Sure. Okay, and then pat them dry and then p- put them in with the walnuts.
0: I do the same thing to Dina. I soak her in water just to loosen her up once in a while. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, well,
1: what do I say about uh, that?
0: i <laughs> tell you, though, she's watching a lot of these cooking shows, too, yes. so she's becoming very critical of my cooking. Oh, no. Learning how to critique. Yes. Uh, she said I'm spending way too much time moistening the food when I was cooking. I said, that accusation is ridiculous. What is that based on? (laughs) She said, your meat. Anyway.
1: (laughs) You know, folks, these subtle jokes are just wonderful. I, I love these. You know, laughter is the best medicine, folks. And I hope we provide that here on the recipe for a good day. Because as you know, Jeff, we need a warm smile, a good laugh, and a great meal to make a great day.
0: That's right. That's your recipe yes. for a good day. You know, I never forget that, Gary. Uh,
1: yeah. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right. Here is another great use for zucchini. Okay. Uh, we're going to make a zucchini relish, and this oh, is from a Madeleine the- Laflamme. Okay. On the flame. Uh, this is from the Sacred Heart. Nice. Pumpkin, okay. And uh, this is going to use up a good amount of zucchini because this zucchini relish is going to utilize 10 cups of zucchini. Wow. It's nice up. So this, you got some good zucchini coming out of your yeah. garden. This is one you're going to want to try and it'll have good staying power. Uh, 10 cups zucchini, three large onions, uh, two and a half cups of white vinegar, four and a half cup of sugar. One teaspoon of cornstarch, one teaspoon of, well, excuse me, one tablespoon of cornstarch, one teaspoon of curry powder. Oh, interesting. Two sweet peppers, two green peppers, a third cup of salt, a tablespoon of nutmeg, uh, two teaspoons of celery seed. My secret of my mashed potatoes is celery seed. Nice. By the way, nice. Two teaspoons of dry mustard. And uh, one tablespoon of turmeric. Okay. Uh, It's going to be very easy. We're going to use a grinder here. You're going to grind up the zucchini and the onions. Let that stand for 24 hours. Are you going to refrigerate that while it stands? I would. Okay. I would, yes. Uh, Then you're going to drain it. You're going to rinse it. And then you're simply going to add the remaining ingredients. You're going to turn it to a boil and you're going to simmer it for 30 minutes. Uh, Place in uh, hot jars and seal it up. Let it rest, and you have some nice zucchini relish that should make a handsome batch and use up quite a bit of the zucchini.
1: Correct. I mean, with 10 uh, 10 cups, that's a lot. But now you're going to make a burger,
0: and you're going to put that zucchini relish on
1: it. How nice is that?
0: Mm -hmm. You're going to make a hot dog? Slap some zucchini relish on it. There you go. You can slap it on your chicken or any other item. That that sounds absolutely good. That sounds good. How about for breakfast, zucchini pancakes? Oh, yeah. Right? Never thought of that one. Zucchini pancakes is something I never thought of. I do a buttermilk pancake myself. But um, you can uh, use uh, zucchini in the pancakes. Um, And you're going to grate that up as well. Uh, (laughs) Now... <laughs> My numbers are way off today. <laughs> what did I go wrong here? Zucchini pancakes is, is an easy thing. Uh, you're going to shred your zucchini. You can leave the skin on. You're going to okay. shred it up. Very nice. um, you're going to use uh, one or two eggs, parsley, onion, salt, pepper, garlic. And uh, you're going to add the flour uh, to uh, pancake patties. Uh, get it a little thicker with the eggs and the parsley. And the onion, and the salt and pepper, and the shredded zucchini. So you're going to make your basic pancake, and you're going to drop in the diced onions and the shredded zucchini into that with a little bit of garlic and parsley, and have a brunch of zucchini pancakes. That sounds wonderful. Quick and easy, too. Who doesn't love pancakes? You can have them in the morning. You can have them at night. Now the one we started out with, the asparagus zucchini rice. Nice. nice. One thing I find even the kids love is asparagus.
1: They love it. I uh, you know, it's an all-purpose vegetable, and most kids will eat that. Yeah. yeah if, if you
0: haven't tried it with your kids, folks, and you have a hard time with carrots or something, right. try or, the asparagus. Or peas. Or or, yeah.
1: uh, uh, broccoli. You know, try that.
0: This is out of a, uh, a cookbook out of the uh, Cranston area called Our Best Recipes, Cooking with the Allied Family. Uh, And this is from a Don Pinto. Okay. Uh, One tablespoon of butter. One onion chopped. Ten spears of fresh asparagus trimmed and cut into two-inch pieces. One zucchini sliced... A half teaspoon of dried oregano, a half teaspoon of dried basil, a quarter teaspoon of dried thyme if you have the time.
1: If you have the time. <laughs> uh, one eighth <laughs>
0: teaspoon of garlic powder, one pinch of cayenne pepper, salt and pepper to taste, one, two cups of water, and one cup of uncooked long grain white rice. Okay. So, in a medium saucepan over medium heat, melt the butter, saute the onion for about two minutes. Stir in the asparagus and zucchini and saute for about five, six minutes until it becomes a little tender. And then season it with that oregano, the basil, the thyme, the garlic powder, the cayenne pepper, the salt, pepper. And get all those seasonings in there. Cook it and stir it until the vegetables are coated with those seasonings nicely. Pour water onto the vegetable mix. Stir in the rice. Reduce heat. And cover and let it simmer for about 20-25 minutes for your asparagus zucchini rice dish until that rice becomes tender.
1: That sounds absolutely wonderful. And that sounds like that can go with chicken, pork, beef. You know, a uh, perfect side. An absolute perfect side. So if you have the zucchini coming out of your garden, we've given you
0: six different unique things to do with your zucchini dish. And we're not done yet, are we, Gary?
1: No, we're not. We are going to talk about what's next, Jeff.
0: Well, we're going <laughs> to hit chicken leg quarters. Oh, $0.99 there we go. Cents a pound at all our general locations now through close of business Sunday. And I really enjoyed the bone-in chicken breast sale as well. Yes. Uh, It was nice to get that back. Uh, But the chicken leg quarters are wonderful. We're going to give you some ideas to work with on that. And I'm really excited about this one because it uses something we haven't talked about, jellies. Nice. Really nice. nice. Uh, But we don't expect you to write all these recipes down, folks. That's why the shows can be found at LilGeneral.com.
1: Oh, phooey. I forgot to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. How do I go shopping now? What's on sale this week? I don't know what to feed Punky the monkey. Well,
0: Anna Marie, we have you covered all at LilGeneral.com. That's where you can find out what's on sale this week at all Low General locations and now can listen to past editions of Recipe for a Good Day. Just go to lowgeneral.com You'll see the tab for the weekly flyer. Click that. You'll see the. This- Specials this week at all Little General locations. And at the bottom of the page, you'll see the link to listen to Recipe for a Good Day. So if you miss a show or are unable to write down a recipe, now you can go listen anytime at your time at LittleGeneral.com.
1: Cooking, Won't you start to cook something with me?
0: Oh, boy. You know what we got cooking right now? I came across the title of this recipe and my mouth watered instantly. Yes. It's called Easy Plum Glazed Chicken Leg Quarters. That
1: sounds absolutely wonderful.
0: And then I looked at the process and I'm like, well, this, this is so easy. I can't believe I hadn't thought about it. Um, but one thing comes up in recipes, Gary. I wanted to ask you about. Yes, and and it kind of applies to chicken recipes, fish recipes, beef recipes. But I just wonder if you had any guy. It may be a stupid question.
1: There's never a stupid question.
0: But salt and pepper to taste. Yes, we hear it was uh, it was the same thing with the zucchini. Slice, salt and pepper to taste. Uh, this chicken re- re- recipe uh, has a salt and pepper to taste. With items that aren't cooked yet, that would be hazardous to eat in its uncooked form. Correct. How do you arrive at the salt and pepper to taste moment when you when you just can't eat it? It's, it's a phrase that I'm coming across that has right, me right. confused.
1: Well, you want to do a standard measurement, and basically that's a, a a pinch, a pinch and a half of your of your salt, and you put it over the top, and the same way with the pepper. You just want to coat it, not heavy. Not crazy, you just want to coat it, and then you want to make sure you do both sides. And then at that point, as it cooks, and you or you're making a, a sauce, or you have to do something with a reduction, because as you re- reduce your sauces, it, it may get stronger. So then that's where you can taste for the salt, the pepper to taste. But on meats in the raw state, you just want to coat lightly. You don't want to go overboard. And you don't want to use, I I find that I use the standard salt and the standard pepper and not, you know, the peppercorns or the kosher salt. Well, kosher salt is good, but again, you don't want to go over so much that it's a salt product.
0: I just wish they would put a pinch of salt rather than salt and pepper to <laughs>
1: taste. Right, right, exactly. But exactly. I was reading that; I keep coming across it.
0: And I'm like, that, no, that's a read?
1: that's a great question. Well, Jeff. Thank you very much. Great question.
0: Uh, so here is your easy plum glazed chicken leg quarters. You're going to look for a chicken leg quarter per person you're feeding. Um, so we'll figure a family of four. Again, they are on sale now through close of business Sunday. It's the buy of the week. Ninety nine cents a pound. These are bone in, skin on. We talked about it last week. If you're trying to eat a little healthier and you're removing the skin, leave the skin on for the cooking process. Correct. The the bad stuff doesn't transfer to the meat during the cooking process. Correct. So you're only going to risk drying it
1: out. Correct. And, you you know, uh, and it's easy enough to pull off once it's done. uh, But you want to have that initial flavor. And, again, in the cooking process, that's going to go down to the pan. That's going to go. Away from the chicken meat itself, so please feel good about doing that. And I'm telling you, it's going to enhance your dish a hundredfold. You're going to take your uh, chicken leg quarters, prepare them, and you're going to
0: use hello, Moto. I was wondering where that person's
1: been.
0: Yes. Uh, all right, that's you have an
1: amazing
0: <coughs> ringtone.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yes, it was one of my fiends. Close you,
0: Encounter of the
1: Fourth Kind. Yes, they're looking for a free meal. Uh, <laughs> you're going to use whatever
0: oven-safe dish you use. Uh, you're going to season the chicken with some salt and pepper, uh, and you are going to uh, toss them uh, in the oven. Uh, again, you are going to be cooking here at uh, at 375 on your oven. And you're going to cook the chicken for about a half hour. As is. As is. With the salt and pepper. While that's happening, this is the exciting part. Get out a few tablespoons of your favorite jelly or preserve. Now, we're calling it plum because that's the one that just struck me like a bat in the head. Yes. Well, it wasn't that painful, but it it sounded delicious. (laughs) Um, But, you know, things that go well with chicken, plum, apricot, apple, pear. Um, you probably want to stay away from grapes and berries. Correct. You know, but any uh, any of that uh, type of jelly or preserve, plum jelly is the one I'm going to reference. Put it in a glass bowl, uh, and uh, you're only going to use a little bit of that jelly preserve, just a few tablespoons of it. And you're going to put it in a saucepan, and you're going to melt that down. Okay, uh, and you can actually probably sit the glass bowl on the oven exhaust vent area where it comes up in the back and maybe warm enough to melt the jelly itself. Yes. Uh, but it'll, it'll melt uh, and it could take, uh, if you're going to sit it there about 20, 25 minutes, it'll melt quicker with a burner. No question, yeah. <laughs> but don't burn it. Right, correct. Just liquefy it. Exactly. Yes. Give it a, uh, give it a stir. And that's
1: here. just, folks, that's just taking it from solid the liquid that's all you want to do
0: uh once it is take it off but try to time it so the chicken's coming out of the oven in that 30 minute span uh this way here it doesn't re-solidify correct correct so uh you're going to liquefy your favorite jelly i'm dealing with a plum here uh after 30 minutes of baking in the oven take the chicken out uh if you got a lot of fat collected in the pan pour it off get rid of it but you're going to get out your brush, and you're going to brush that gorgeous melted jelly over the top of your chicken. Pop it back in the oven for another 15 minutes. Take that chicken back out. Glaze it again with that jelly. Put it in for another 10 minutes. You're going to do this process every 10 minutes till you run out of jelly. Okay. Pack that jelly on there, but let it bake each time. Then let the, kick, the chicken cook until it hits that internal temperature of?
1: 165.
0: 165. Take those lovely, beautiful glazed chicken leg quarters out. Let them glisten. Let them rest for about 10 minutes before serving. Um, and it'll go great with some mashed potatoes, garlic mashed potatoes. Um, but the plum flavor, it could be apricot, apple, whatever it yes. is. An uh, easy way to make a what's going to be mouthwatering. Yes. I am making this this
1: week. And i got to tell you, you know what I would even do? I would actually take a pot and I would get a, a oversized bowl... And put the jelly inside the bowl and let it heat up with the hot water from the pot. That's how I would do that and let it just melt. That way you're not frying it, you're not cooking it, you're just letting it melt. Oh, Like man. you would do with if you were melting chocolate.
0: I'm getting hungry now,
1: Gary. Yes. <laughs> oh,
0: man. Uh, we have a, a few things we're going to talk about. Uh, we have kielbasa on sale as well. And we also have... Short uh shortcut rump steak on sale. Thanks to Larry. Up to Larry. Who's working hard at Low General Stores? Uh these sale prices, remember, are in effect not through close of business Sunday. Uh Dina was making a skillet the other day. And she? she spent probably an hour, hour and a half preparing the items for the skillet she was making. But when she Went to put it in the oven, Gary. She spilled it all over the floor. Oh no! Well, she, I asked her, What are you doing? She says, Well, it said to put in at 180 degrees. Ah, <sighs> oh, oh, goodness, uh-huh. is on sale. <laughs> yes, I love kibasa, mustard's my favorite thing to have with it, and uh, I do like the lower fat kibasa myself, okay? Uh, but kibasa regular or spicy hot yes 5.99 a pound
1: it's local give it a shot it's by central falls provision, provision. yes now that just wanted to let you know that spicy kibasa is spicy but it's not overly done i was going to ask you that how
0: spicy no it's a it?
1: nice it's a nice it's a nice temp uh in your mouth uh and it's uh yeah it's a good product very good product uh, so you can enjoy it yes we 're going to talk about this
0: spicy uh, kibasa cabbage skillet, uh, or it can be unspicy, depends on which one you buy. The regular I think one, it'll though. work either way. yes, yes, this one here um, a half pound of smoked kibasa. nice uh, your choice, spicy, hot or regular five hundred ninety nine a pound at all general locations, two tablespoons of butter divided. Are you okay with the use of butter? I am
1: okay I am. One
0: half a large head of cabbage, coarsely okay. chopped. Okay. Coarsely
1: chopped. Basically, uh, a rustic cut. You don't, you're not going fine. You're not going... So do you actually have to take the cabbage to the rustic drive-in to cut it there? No, no, no. You can cut it on your table, oh, okay. on your cutting board, and just a rough, rough chop. And where all the pieces are pretty much the same, uh, but it's rustic. You're not... Uh, making it into quarter-inch cubes or anything, just give it a nice chop. Uh, one
0: medium onion chopped, yep. uh, two cans of tomato sauce, a quarter cup of sugar, uh, one tablespoon of paprika, and two large potatoes peeled and cubed. Just two easy steps, 10 yep. minutes of prep time. The rest is done on the stove. Uh, and a large uh, cast iron or some sort of oven-proof skillet. Brown the brown the kielbasa in one tablespoon of butter. Remove it. Set it aside. And in the same pan, sauté the cabbage and onions with the remaining butter until the cabbage and the onions are tender. Cabbage. I would put I, I typically when I'm working with onions, I put the onions in for a few minutes first. Then I throw yes. the other item in yes correct in practice yeah correct. In a small bowl, combine the tomato sauce, sugar, paprika. Pour it over the cabbage mixture. Bring it back to a boil reduce the heat and you're going to let this baby simmer for 20 25 minutes or so and then add the potatoes and whatever kibasa you might have left over and cover and let it simmer and the potatoes will tenderize in all that flavor in the pan yes with the uh i would go with the spicy kibasa though
1: i think so too yeah now uh kibasa is already cooked folks okay so uh basically all you have to do is reheat it uh it's been uh cooked in a uh, smoked and it's uh, pre-cooked and smoked, and so all you're doing is basically reheating it. So don't you don't want to overcook it, okay? And um, again, you want an internal temperature of 165. Oh,
0: still with the kibasa, Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah so that's that's the standard. And um, th- uh, some people may ask, what's the difference between Polish sausages
0: and kabasa? Gary, what's the difference between Polish sausage? and kabas.
1: i glad you asked, Jeff. Thank you. <laughs> kabas uh, is actually a Polish sausage, but it has, uh, it carries a more pronounced garlic flavor, and it's slightly smoked. That's mm. the difference. Interesting. Yep. Uh,
0: and the uh, is on sale this week. $5.99 a pound. Again, your choice of regular or spicy hot. And it's made locally right out of Central Falls with Central Falls Provision, another local product found in low General Convenience Store. Yes, the
1: convenience store with more.
0: We've got to just remind you, you can communicate with the program. If you'd like to email the show, we'd love to hear from you. If you have a question from your kitchen or a recipe you'd like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Just email the show at askthechef at WNRI.com. That's askthechef at WNRI.com. If you like the taste of a lobster stew,
1: by a window with an ocean you're, you're sure you should have fallen Love with oh, Cape
0: As we continue to run through the summer months, Uh, that
1: has to be my favorite song. I'm telling you, it every day. What a voice she had.
0: Uh, We also have another wonderful meat on sale thanks to Larry. That short rump steak, $5.99 a pound. And Gary, you were saying you can cut that in, you can make a beef stew with it. It's very universal. Oh,
1: universal cut. Universal cut, yes. And uh, it has so much flavor and it's lean. It's lean. Or you can eat it as a steak. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yes. we've got a zesty
0: shortcut rum steak to leave you with today. It's 10 minutes of prep time and only about 20 minutes to cook. So it's a fast dinner on the work week. Yes. And again, yes. on sale, five ninety nine a pound at local General Stores. Cannot everywhere. beat it. Uh, four shortcut rump steaks, roughly an inch thick or so. Uh, you're going to marinate with two tablespoons of packed brown sugar, two tablespoons of fresh lime juice, a quarter cup of steak sauce and a quarter teaspoon of ground red pepper. If you'd want a little less kick, use the black pepper. Yes. Uh, you're going to preheat your broiler here. We're going to use the broiler. You're going to mix the marinating ingredients in a small mixing bowl. Remove and reserve two tablespoons on the side without putting the meat in it. Because yes. Once you put the meat in it, it's going to hit the garbage when you're done. Correct. Correct. Uh, Place the shortcut of rump steaks and remaining marinade in a food-safe plastic bag. Coat the steaks with the marinade and refrigerate it for around 20 minutes or so. That'd be fine. Yes. Remove the steaks from the plastic bag. Do not put the plastic bags in the broiler. (laughs) No. I was talking to Dina. Oh, no. Oh, Uh, no. place, Place on a broiling pan and, of course, throw away the marinade.
1: Yes, correct.
0: And you're simply going to broil this for 16, 18, 20 minutes or so for a medium rare uh, to medium doneness. Give it one turn in the middle of the process or two-thirds through. Brush both sides with that reserved marinade during the last two minutes of the cooking. Yes. Season it with a little bit of salt if you wish. Now, we've talked so many times. Are you going to pat a butter, uh, put a pat of butter on this for its resting phase, or are you just going to let the marinade do the work?
1: I would still put the butter.
0: <coughs> when it comes to beef.
1: Yes, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. i still put the butter on. I know. And it's I, just going to enhance the flavor.
0: I've started doing it with pretty much everything beef. Yes. Um, And even the burgers, when they come off the pan and they're resting. Yes. I use a little less on it, but...
1: Right, exactly.
0: It, it just gives the juice to the outside charged meat.
1: Right, and that, exactly. It but it also enhances... The, uh, the seasoning. You put <laughs> Yes. But but not, but again, not that much. Not that, no.
0: Of course, low, no salt butter would
1: yes. be important. Yes, and uh, it enhances the seasoning that you put on that meat. By it's the really way. a great thing to do.
0: Speaking of salt, there was an interesting article yeah. I wanted to share uh, that I caught in the news today uh, uh, about salt. And it's a new study, and it's, it's so easy but so impactful. We're talking about eating a little healthier lately. Things like no-salt butter, low-sodium soy sauce, low-sodium so, low um, uh, broths uh, can make a big difference. Right. And how little a change can make a profound difference. Listen to this now. By reducing your salt intake uh, by just one gram a day. Just one gram lower a day than where you're at, you will greatly, significantly lower your risk of heart disease and stroke. How about that? Just one gram gram a a day. day. That's amazing. As consumers, we eat about three and a half grams of salt per day. The American Heart Association recommends no more than 2.3 grams or even one and a half if you have high blood pressure. But more than 70% of sodium we eat comes from restaurants, takeout meals, snacks, condiments, highly processed foods. Yes. You can cut it back yourself at home. But, again, it's just a significant difference in the risk of heart disease and stroke by lowering your salt intake by one gram a day. So make that your mission this week. Yes. So you can cut that salt intake down.
1: There you go. And that's, that's a great tip, Jeff. I mean, that's wonderful. Uh, you know, as you get older, you want to eat healthier. want to get a little more exercise. And I'm not saying work, go to the gym and work out for three hours. I say, you know, take that extra walk. Or park your car farther away and take that extra few steps to get to wherever you're going to. You know, uh, a healthy lifestyle brings uh, happy thoughts. And happy thoughts brings on... A warm smile, good food, and a great meal. (laughs) And
0: that's your recipe for a good
1: day today? Yes, your recipe for a good day. A warm smile, good food.
0: And a, a great laugh. laugh. That's yes. It. All right, Chef Gary, thanks for being with us, my friend. Thank you, Michael. We've my got another show in a week from now. I love to be here. And maybe we'll find out about those Readers' Choice Awards. You never know. Oh
1: maybe, yes. Well that'd be wonderful.
0: Wouldn't that be? Yes. I don't have many fingernails left. Oh no. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us, folks. Remember, you can hear this in past editions of Recipe for a Good Day at lowgeneral.com.